maybe I don't want to get too close to this child because then, you know, I'm going to be heartbroken if it doesn't work out. But the, and, and I, and I had some of those thoughts, even myself, just kind of doubt, self-doubt. And because, because it's not all figured out and there's a, you have to be vulnerable to the process and you have to trust that there's bigger things happening. You're listening to the FAM Podcast. My wife, Jennifer, and I, we met uh, about 21 years ago. We were uh, still in college. We were in our last last year of college. And uh, actually, it's kind of a fun story, but Jennifer's aunt and uncle lived right next to my parents. And so sometimes I'd see Jennifer visiting and, uh, and I believe her uncle put in a good word for me because he knew me and we had mountain biked and this and that. And so, um, anyhow, got, got up the courage to come over and I visited and anyhow, we were, we dated uh, very shortly and six months later we decided to get married. And so spent the last year of college married and, uh, and just life kind of took off from there for us. We ended up uh, pretty quickly after I got out of college, we ended up uh, having our first child, um, Owen. He's now going to be 20 in uh, May. So we, we had Owen and then um, Emma was about 18 months later. So we had two biological kids pretty quickly and started growing our family. We were, we were pretty young at the time, and but everything was going good and, and it was awesome. And I'd say adoption was something that was on Jennifer's heart. Uh, It wasn't something that I had really thought much about. It wasn't that it wasn't. It wasn't just something that I'd seen a lot of actually growing up, whereas Jennifer had been exposed to people that had been adopted and had friends and families. And so it's something that she had always kind of wanted to do. And it was was interesting because I remember we knew we were always going to have a family we went through the normal marriage counseling before you get married and talked about how, you know, we wanted a family. We, I don't remember if we talked about exactly how many I'm, I'm, I'm very sure we didn't say we were going to have five. Um, so spoiler alert, but, um, I'm pretty sure we didn't say we were going to have five, but we just, we knew we both wanted to have a family and, and we were going to kind of take it from there. And I, I do remember the pastor at the time, he mentioned that on kids, you need to have, um, two yeses for that. And, um, but you know, one no is not going to do it. And so we kind of always kind of, you know, we're on that, you know, on that wavelength together. But as far as adoption, she started kind of talking to me about it and we started just kind of reading about it, praying about it, thinking about it. And, uh, at the time we were, um, living in Utah and we were looking at options in Utah. And for us at the time, it was best for us to go international. And so, we decided to start pursuing a program in South Korea. And one of the things that kind of drew us to that program was that when you um, go over there to, to finally, you know, you go through the process and you go over there, you can actually bring the child back. And when you bring the child back, it's a, you're, the child's actually a U.S. citizen and finalized at that time, whereas some of the other international programs, you got to go back and forth and do court and different things. So it worked out for us. We were in our mid-20s at the time, and uh, it just 
I could only get away from work so much. And so it worked out good for us. And we were able to go through that process and bring home our son, who's now Nathan, that's now almost 16. So, um, so, so yeah, real quick, start to yeah. finish for um, Nathan. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I think on the, on the front end is about two years that, so we were, we'd gone through and did all the, you know, all the, all the home studies and, you know, all the thing all the myriad of things you have to do, um, you, you know, locally, um, in our area. And then we were basically at that point, once we were approved, we were on a list. And so we were waiting and, um, and we were, um, open to, you know, just a child. We were waiting for a child. And so when we got the call for Nathan, uh, we basically went over there and we had, it was, he was about six months old at the time. And we uh, got a picture of him and a little bit of background and boom, we were ready to, to travel and go over there. And we came back and uh, basically, uh, I, I say we finalized, basically we didn't finalize. It took a little bit of time, but um, he was considered a U.S. citizen as soon as he, as soon as we came back through in San Francisco through immigration. And then we finalized shortly after that, but it was a really clean process. And then I will say we uh, had our fourth child. We were basically, we were thinking, you know, we want to adopt domestically. We're um, in a, in a area that, um, there's a, a need uh, within the county, and so w- we went through that process, and it uh, we ended up getting a, a little girl named Madeline, who we named Madeline. She we got her um, at birth, and that was a real real blessing. Jennifer got to go to the hospital and stay there for a few days, and it was really great. And uh, Maddie's now just turned twelve, and um, so she's she's uh, doing great. And then our our um, <clears throat> our fifth child, um, Nicole. She was. We were just starting out. We we, we had just decided. So we have. So now we have from uh, twenty. I'd say a twenty year old son down to a twelve uh, year old little girl. And we decided. You know what? Let's go ahead and consider um, doing just some foster care. And we had never done that. In fact, that was something that I would say early on. Th- we probably would have thought, oh, we can't do that. We can't handle that. We couldn't give a child back, but we've grown up some, you know, we've matured, we have more perspective. We thought, you know, we could, we could probably help in that way, but we weren't really planning on adopting anymore. So we got certified again, you know, all that stuff lapsed and stuff. So obviously we had to get certified again and we did that and, uh, got a little girl named Nicole and, uh, we had her, got her around six months old and we're taking care of her and loving on her and it was all going good. And we actually didn't have an intention, um, that we didn't think it was going to go to adoption. In fact, we thought that it was, um, she was going to be, go back with uh, family and it, but things started kind of not going that way as we thought it was originally going to go as things kind of work out for a reason. Um, and, and you don't always know the reason and, 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 you know, you, you know, actually you never really fully understand what's going on or what's at play. There's a lot at play. Um, but we ended up adopting Nicole. And so now we have five. Hmm. Yeah. That's cool. That you mentioned that, um, that, that can be a roadblock where when you talk about, um, fostering that, okay, well, I, I don't know if I can do this because, bringing in a child, I immediately get bonded or I immediately, you know, put my heart out there. I immediately love this child. Um, and that is a major roadblock of why a lot of people do not jump into the foster care uh, system because, or not the system, but the foster care um, 
just the whole process. Yeah. And so what would you say to someone who, because I hear it yeah. a lot, yeah. how do you, how do you tell someone that, look, um, it is hard. It is, it, it will be tough and you will get bonded, but, um, it'll be okay. Like, how do yeah. you, how would you encourage someone to do it anyways? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I definitely, you know, even going back, Jason, to the decision to adopt, it's a, there's a lot of things you can think of all the things that can go wrong. And, 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 and I guess specifically to your question, yeah, you could, you might think, well, how, maybe I don't want to get too close to this child because then, you know, I'm going to be heartbroken if it doesn't work out. But the, and, and I, and I had some of those thoughts, even myself, just kind of doubt, self-doubt and, because because it's not all figured out, and there's a, you have to be vulnerable to the process, and you have to trust that there's bigger things happening than what you're aware of. You know that God's aware of that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I I would say though that um, for us we we knew that this was what what we wanted to do, and we just kind of trusted the process, and we're kind of going to be more like let's see where this goes. And we were, we were open with it. It wasn't where we had started out originally, but we said, you know, we're just going to be open with this. And, you know, that was, it, it, it was so natural when it kind of went that way to where it was going to become adoption. And, um, you know, it's just, it's, it turned out to be perfect, quite honestly. Yeah. I like what you said about being vulnerable to the mm-hmm. process because everything that we do, um, and I think it's natural is control our environment, especially as men, um, you know, okay. as providers of family, we are always trying to control the environment, yeah. you know, from, from being at home to being at work to whatever you're doing, that is how you maintain your peace. Yeah. Uh, and so when you give yourself to be vulnerable to the process of this super gray unknown, um, that's very difficult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it is. And it's, it's imperative, I think, that you have you, you, that you're a team, a husband wife team mm-hmm. to, to tackle that and say, look, we're going to go through this process. It's going to be difficult. Um, but being vulnerable all by itself, is just not something that anyone really would volunteer for, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You, I mean, you, you end up obviously really putting yourself out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the, on the flip side of that is, there's a lot of amazing things that happen, you know, once, once you get past that. And, and for us, you know, once you get past that, you're, you're all in. And, uh, you know, there's, I, I can't imagine what our family would be like without the way we've built it. And it's also, it's, it's, when I look back to it's, it's, I never even imagined it being this way. Like I could, I, like 20 years ago, I, I had no clue. I was clueless. And so just the path that things have taken because we've taken some chances or um, taken some, you know, had different opportunities uh, open, you know, some different things have opened our eyes. I feel like, I feel like we're, we need to let people know all this good news. Cause there's a lot of there, you know, when we did all the, I'll just I'll switch gears a little bit, but you know, when you start now and you're doing all these trainings and you're doing all this stuff, there's, I'll be honest, as a dad, I'm thinking, oh, there's a lot that can go wrong. And, and there is a lot that can go wrong, but there's a lot that can go wrong with biological kids. There's a lot that can just go wrong with your life. There's, there's all sorts of reasons to not do things. But when I, when I look at where I, where I am now and just um, being trusting and a little bit vulnerable as we, as we talked about, I mean, the, the results are awesome. I mean, I would have never imagined. 
Yeah. So. Yeah. And we've talked about this before about having it change um, your own person. Like it, it changes you going through this process. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you know, 20 years ago, uh, you're not the same person, obviously. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and some of the milestones uh, or the larger changes, even my own heart has been walking through this process. Yeah. I'm not the same person I was, um, especially because of going through this the foster and adoption yeah. um, process and bringing these children um, <clears throat> into your home, um, you're, you're visually looking at them and you're changing. You're like you're morphing into this person that um, is able to live and and breathe and learn in this space that's so unknown. Mm-hmm. And we just, I, I don't know if humans is we're really like I said before, we don't volunteer for something like sure, that because yeah. it's just, it's just a difficult place to live. But on the flip side, it's the place you need to be. Yeah. You know, maybe not for your whole life, but you need to be there for certain times. Yeah, for sure. You know, so, um, you talked about your kids growing up, um, and you, you couldn't imagine where you are now. So imagine yourself, you know, 20 years from yeah. now, what, what would you want your kids to say about you as a father. Yeah, I'd, I'd want them to know that they were loved and that um, I always want the best for them and that I've worked hard to help give them opportunities and have them just be um, comfortable with who they are. And I would I would like them, you know, some of our kids have actually talked about they want to adopt when, when they're older. Um, I don't, I'm, I'm not sure if they will. I, it'd be great if they do, but I do think that they've seen a, a change in us where they are, I would say not a change, but a, a way about us that we do try to give to other people. And I, however that they want to do that, I think would be great for us, for Jennifer and I, it's been, it's been, uh, you know, through a fan, through family. And then also just through trying to get other people to kind of, I don't know, uh, get the bug or just, to, to just, it's like, there's this little once, I, and I don't think we're anything super special this way, but once you make the decision, it, everything falls into place, but it's just getting to that point. Yeah. I think. And, and so I, I guess I want, I want my kids to kind of figure out what that is for themselves, but yeah. Yeah. That's great advice. All right. What is your, Favorite quote, quote, well, we will, um, <clears throat> yeah, we'll wrap with, uh, any thoughts or favorite quote. Yeah. I, 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 I thought a little bit about that. And one, one that I, I think of, and I, I don't know if this comes to mind for others, but one for me is there are no guarantees in life, but I believe faith provides all of us with the foundation to live the best lives possible, knowing that there is a higher being who loves us and will never leave us. And that's a quote by Gretchen Carlson. And I, I, what I like about that is, and how it ties with adoption, is I feel like a lot of people are worried about adopting because they don't, it's the what if, what type of, what was the child maybe exposed to, all these things that can go wrong. And there are a lot of things, but there's, there's no guarantee, even if you have, and we have both, we have, so we've kind of seen the lens here, but there's no guarantees with your biological kids. Either. There's no guarantees at all. But you have to have the faith and take the just take that little next step, and after that, it it will make sense. And there is there's so much more good that can there's so much more positive things than can go wrong. And I think for me, especially 
doing adopting the first time that was that was probably the hardest thing is just thinking about all the ramifications and all the things that could go wrong and well what about my biological kids or how's this going to affect this or what if we can't handle it all that there's there's a million things but the the fact is if you if you if you you know trust and and have a little bit of faith i think you make that next you make the next leap and you're all in